0: Welcome to Taped Seams.
1: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a long-awaited uh, Taped Seams Season 1 episode. What episode is this, Alex?
0: What is uh, this? Six?
1: Six? I hope that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's probably right. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm Christian. With me, as always, is my my co-host, Alex. What's going on, man?
0: What's up, man? We're back.
1: It's been a minute. It's been too long, is what I would say. You know, mm-hmm. as you know, we... Uh, there was a little bit of, I had to attend to some business, you had to attend to some business, and uh, yeah. now we're back. I mean, that's what we'll call it, right? Just a little business trip.
0: A little business trip. We're back. We're ready to go. We're ready to finish out this series.
1: Yeah, we got, so we got two more installments to go of yeah. our current ongoing series. That is the Tape Seams Mount Rushmore of Fashion Designers.
0: Just the GOATs
1: the goats so so far we've already covered if you want to go back and listen uh Maison Ma- Maison Martin Margiela I, I, I don't know if I said that <laughs> even closer correctly but uh yes we did a Margiela episode and we also did a Nigo episode um and we got our third uh in that series today and who are we going to be talking about today Alex
0: Ray Kawakubos we're going Ray back to the runway Cal-
1: we're going to get into the CDG extended universe
0: yeah, so this, the, this the, one's I, gonna be this is a big one.
1: Just the tip of the iceberg, but we're gonna we're gonna dive into Ray, and it's gonna be nice. But before we get to that, Alex, how we how let's talk about this week's news. Let's get into the news.
0: All right, so yeah, kicking off this this is this is a substantial collaboration, LL Bean and Todd Snyder, and oh <sighs> my god,
1: good lord, is this just is, this is just like these this is the type of collection that comes around every. Every so often, and then you're super pissed when you just sleep on it for a while and it sells out. Yeah. That- yeah. I mean, it. it's L.L. It's Bean. It yeah. doesn't get much better than that.
0: Yeah. Always got to support L.L. Bean. And what I think is funny about this is this was teased a while ago on the runway. And let's be honest, no one is checking for a Todd Snyder runway show in 2020. No,
1: no. I mean, why even do a runway runway show if you're Todd Snyder in 2020? Yeah,
0: I mean, like, are his J Crew new eras even making enough money to do a runway show at this point?
1: (laughs) Oh man, that's a little that's a little harsh. Maybe, but uh, (laughs) it's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. Didn't I mean yo? Didn't J Crew just just close the liquor store like? (laughs) <laughs> Times are a-changing, bro. Yeah, Tot but my- Sny- Todd Snyder's on that last, last little bit of rope. Maybe not. Uh, maybe we're going in too hard here. Hey, I love this shit. So I'll- I I fuck,
0: fuck, yeah. of- fuck with both parties here. I'm yeah. just saying.
1: No, it's a good point. And, I mean, L.L. Bean is timeless classics, especially. I mean, I'm in New England. You're ready. I'm in New England. Yeah, you're in New England. We're in New England. We're chilling. We know all about that Bean lifestyle.
0: Oh man, yes we do.
1: But yeah, let's. I mean, let's get into this LL uh, Bean Todd Snyder collection, man. Uh, so for the for those listening at home, we're actually just on LL Bean dot com. Yeah. Um, and we're just looking at the. Uh, we're just we're on. We're basically shopping the collection right now on the LL Bean web store. Yes. Just look up Todd Snyder collection on LL and you're going to see exactly what I'm seeing right now. I'd imagine.
0: Just a bunch of fire shit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got a. Sherpa jacket, pile shirts, wool shirt jackets, the, the uh
0: the fucking boot is fire with bison boot. leather.
1: Yeah. to a a two hundred and eighty dollar bean boot. That's when you know like 'cause yeah, a bean is giving you the good shit at what? What's a bean boot cost? I mean we're on the website, I could just I could imagine, right?
0: I think like one seventy, but I mean let's be real, you need the Gore-Tex one. Okay, eight I inch,
1: inch. Eight inch Regular ass bean boot is a buck forty.
0: Oh, and okay. that shit is
1: premium as hell.
0: How much is the Gore Tex one? That's the one I rock.
1: Maybe it's like two hundred. I think.
0: Damn. Yeah, do that. That's my best advice for you. So I haven't found it yet.
1: It shouldn't be this hard <laughs> for me. Yeah. Damn. Did they,
0: did they not do it this season?
1: No, nah, it's boomer time on my end trying to find this shit. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, eight inch Gore Tex, and it's got Finsolete. Does your yeah. version have Finsolete too? Yeah, yeah. Two hundred nine. That's a good fucking price for uh, that boot.
0: Yeah, my bean that... boot
1: is waterproof as it is. I can only imagine, bro, what that is like.
0: Yeah, that shit is comfy. But yeah, but
1: okay. Getting back into the Todd Snyder collection, he d- he did do a bean boot with bison leather, which is just banana land.
0: And if you get it, you got to get the olive one.
1: Yeah, the olive one is just that's a very rare. It has the brick sole that Ella Bean does, Oof. like very rarely on Bean Boots. I think they did it. I Remember when they did like an anniversary, like tall Bean Boot, like yeah, three years ago maybe it was dark brown with a with that red, same red bottom.
0: Mm-hmm. And I want to say they did one. I don't know what they called it, but it had like almost like the Timberland eyelids on it. Mm. with, like, a little more heel padding, and they did that. And I want to say Beams used that color because Beams Beams probably did,
1: dude. Beams could
0: do whatever the fuck they want.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, um, the best piece in the collection is actually still available, though, outside of the boot. In my my opinion, it's that uh, long puffer jacket with the outdoor pattern all over print.
0: Yeah, that is wild. That
1: shit is crazy.
0: Just insane. And I love even... um, the turtleneck with the L O Bean script on it—it's like a, the neck and the hemlines and the sleeve cups are all navy. It's like a cream.
1: Yeah, yeah, that is beautiful. It's got that nice signature print. I think that's yeah, what that, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, you know what I'm not a fan of though here in this collection is I'm not a fan of these camo patterns that he used. For I this. was
0: just about to say that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not a ca- fan of camo in general unless it's real tree. Mm-hmm. To be honest,
1: I'm a huge camo guy across the board, especially real tree. Uh, but yep. these, I, I'm trying to think of the name of this camo here. Uh, this, it's 20, I think this is 2012. I think camo. you would call this duck camo is the technical name for it, which and it makes sense for what he's trying to do here. I want to. See I what it think
0: says. so. I think it looks the worst on that crew neck.
1: Yeah, that crew neck just looks like a.
0: That's a carmelou piece. It's like
1: an old navy crew neck, bro.
0: <laughs> that's that's a
1: little rude. Yeah, but we dark- love
0: this collection. Yeah, yeah, don't no, get that's it why twisted. It.
1: <laughs> that's just I mean, I just don't like the camo he used. Uh the other crazier piece here, too, is the uh it's like the it's like the, the one of the cheaper pieces is the just that classic LL bean, an outdoor tradition long sleeve graphic that says LL bean on the sleeve.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Very nice graphic t shirt there. Patagonia yeah. graphic tees get mad love, I see on the streets, and I think this is what the people should be in. It's the Bean.
0: Yeah, and what I like about this is most of these pieces are reissues. Um, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know if you watched the little video, but Todd Snyder went into the archives. They just don't yeah. fuck, fucking do whatever he wanted, right? Yeah, they don't do whatever he wanted. I mean, when's the last time L.L. Bean had a collaboration this substantial that wasn't Bean's?
1: Yeah, even even that, beams is very hard to get where we're at. So, like, this, yeah. this is crazy compared to that. Either.
0: Yeah, and, and, like, I don't know. Did you check, like, if your local Albion had this shit? Or was it, like, stupid limited?
1: No, nah, I didn't even think to check, but that's a good point. Uh, the closest one to me is probably, like, 20-minute drive from here. But mm-hmm. I might have to take that drive just to see what they're rocking with in person. I'm going to say I, I doubt it based off of how that source laid out.
0: Mm-hmm. but you yeah. never
1: know you never know um but shit nah. yeah this is uh
0: this yeah, is a good sh- collection. yeah and the last piece i wanted to speak on was the high pile sherpa print with that like pattern on it yeah the one that yeah. the navy the, one it's fire i love that one
1: yeah and the, there's the white one too i think below it on that same yeah you know what i like about this though is the collar dude that collar is nice on a
0: fleece yeah, yeah, I have the same one, just an all-Navy.
1: Wow, this is a very nice piece, though.
0: No, yeah, for sure. It's gas. I mean, like, the whole collection's nice. I like the way he styled it on the runway. But like you said, the only real issue I have with it is the camo. Yeah, the, the, I, the camo
1: just doesn't – it's like Urban Outfitters camo. That's another way for me yeah. to describe that, yeah.
0: Like, you're, you're not McNasty. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't get away with that.
1: R.I.P. He's not dastard. He knows what we mean. He he, he
0: basically us. is. <laughs> <laughs> like, <On my> <laughs> like, all right, but transitioning. So we're gonna. What do you want to do? ACG or yeah. Craig Green?
1: Let's do ACG next. Let's let's give it. Let's get let's stay a with the outdoorsy. With yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. All right, so yeah, ACG, um, which R.I.P. to Hugh. <laughs> like
1: yeah yeah i mean like and oh by the way everyone we are on hypebeast.com's Nike acg holiday 2020 collection if -hmm. you'd like to look look along with us here
0: yeah and for those of you that don't know um the past few collections um are back to the retro look i want to say nathan van hook is doing acg now from nike okay could be wrong do not quote me on that Mm -hmm. but um but prior to that when all the pieces were black and super technical, Errolson Hugh from yeah. Acronym and Stone Island uh, Shadow Project was doing it. When it was and none of it acrony- sold. acronym. Diet
1: acronym ACG. <laughs> yeah.
0: And none of it sold. And
1: the, the the purple color, like you never see a dude shoe in that purple color.
0: No, um, not at so all. I mean, I'm
1: a big fan of it that. It
0: does fit that outdoor look still too, without doing too much.
1: Yeah, hold on. I'm looking at it right now. It is the... Oh, it's a it's a new shoe. It's either the ACG Mountainfly Gore Tex or the ACG Air Nissu Gore Tex. I think the boot is called the Nasu. Yeah,
0: that's what it says. The boot is the Nasu and the Nasu is it's pretty sick. I like that shoe, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, wow, and even the 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 laces on the Nasu are like a pull tab, and it's purple on that black pair. That's actually yeah, so kind of like
0: the the speed lacing systems that you see on a lot of trail running shoes. Yeah,
1: yeah, very dope. Yeah, ACG yeah. crushing it. Good, good work with that shit. Nike at Nike. If you're listening to this, sponsor the pod.
0: Sponsor the pod. And now we're gonna go completely left field, getting closer to Ray Kawakubo. We're going Ray. With Craig Green.
1: Oh yeah, this is this is this is some good shit.
0: This is it's every collection with Craig Green. It, it's it's going to be pretty wild. He always styles the looks with like built-in architecture. Kind of, it's hard to explain. There's like these sculptures woven into the garments on every show.
1: Yeah, but like, but even like, but when you t- when you separate the pieces, like you look at the jacket underneath some of that architecture, it's like this man can fucking make some nice cut clothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, the so materials this are is, crazy
1: too, dude. Like,
0: yeah, every every single season, Craig Green doesn't really miss much. He's definitely known as one of the best designers right now. And this is spring 21 menswear, and we're on Vogue.com right now, for those of you that don't know. But, I mean, the first look that definitely stands out to me would be look eight. Yeah, okay. Look eight. I mean, from afar, it looks like a very, very nice menswear look. So you got your simple black. I love the white sweater over the... um, The white shirt with the black tie really pops. But, I mean, look at the shoe. Yeah, hold on. (laughs) It's an Adidas collaboration. Yeah, I didn't even
1: notice the Adidas plug once I was looking at it closely just now.
0: It looks like a... Um, like a rubber like foot cat. Yeah, I looks like I no,
1: yo, it Looks like a fucking ankle brace or some shit, dude. Yeah, it
0: looks like a massive ankle
1: brace. It looks like an ankle brace, actually, like actually, but it's a it's a flip flop type vibe. He's got. How do you even put? How do you fucking put that on your feet?
0: Craig Green has to physically come to your spot and do it for you.
1: They actually just fucking seal them in for the summer. You you can cut them off when you're done. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Craig Green, like, dog, goddamn, dude, I need to see an actual picture of just that shoe, like.
0: So this this is what you call creative control,
1: right? Here, <laughs> yeah, yo, scroll down and look 12, uh, 11 and twelve. You get the front view of it, bro. <laughs>
0: Let's see this. Wow, yeah, it's that's incredible. It it looks even worse from. From the front, it almost looks like, remember those old stirrup pants? Yeah, wait, hold on, though, hold on. Is there even? First of all, Look 12 is fire.
1: Yeah, no, it is. It's super gas.
0: Look at the, it almost looks like a military liner with like pleats in it with like a built-in, I don't know if that bag is built in or not.
1: No, I think it's strapped just underneath the jacket, but I can't really tell. That's a good point.
0: Dude, like pants. I'm still
1: tripping. These shoes his his toes are hanging over the end of the shoe. Yeah, they're it's... on the, they're just on the straight up ground.
0: So, <laughs> do you need to do you need to put this inside of another shoe to step outside?
1: Why would he style it like this then, dude? And what's the deal here? I'm so confused right now. Yeah, the cut just the cut is really nice on these on these Johns. Look, seventeen was actually our, for those uh, not looking along with us. Look 17 was actually the mood board the other day, the first the first picture in the mood board.
0: Yeah, just look at this. It's like a fucking... I probably had to get them out. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, so now we're back to retro ACG vibes, and I do like this a lot.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a big, big fan. I'm a big fan of the footwear in this, too. The, the Gore-Tex, like, kind of sock. Yeah. On the shoes. I like the all-black one. I like the... Uh it's like a, it's almost like a cream color actually as well on the other uh, pair, but I'm really yeah. just digging this. It's, it's simple yet. You're totally understanding the vibes when you look at each one of these pieces individually, even. Yeah.
0: And it's got a bit thick lug sole
1: that's wrapping up the toe. I think Nike's been knocking this, the retro ACG looks out of the park, especially when it comes to the fit. They're not, they're not shying away from the, the baggy '90s shit either, which is nice to see.
0: Yeah. I mean, everything is coming back in cycles and, um, this is definitely the time for it. Um, and yeah, just, I mean, like, if you look at some of the pieces, I like the fleece. I like the the pants are probably what's always a standout with ACG. Super technical. And I love how they use a lot of earth tones, as you stated with your uh, La Sportiva pants. It's <laughs> some, sometimes hard to find technical pants in earth tones like that. Yeah, yeah. So ACG is another viable option for that. And was there anything else that stood out for you with this?
1: I mean, there isn't a lot to look at really here on on a hype piece, but um, I think they did a is the in, in, it's 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 picture number six. Mm-hmm. He, in, he's the purple shoe he's running in. I think is uh, uh Tara Kyger, but I might be wrong. Yeah. And I just thought, I, hold on, I saw it on Soul Collector the other. The
0: color is cool for sure yeah hold on give me one moment here
1: because i am a
0: big fan of the um the craig Green! Only, you can't <laughs> what are you doing craig, craig you can't wear these outside dude, you what? just can't you gotta the only way you can wear these outside is you got the vibram five fingers on <laughs> under oh uh, yeah yeah all right <laughs> inside of the stirrup all right inside of that but,
1: that jacket is bananas dude that jacket
0: the pant is perfect perfect fit this is like a the the model looks like a superhero
1: Dude, yeah, dude. Uh, I think it's like look sixteen. Hold on, no, it's look, it's look fourteen. That's that is a super 24. villain look. Look fourteen, dude. What the fuck <laughs> is that? I mean, this is when it's like, all right, you're, you're clearly that's an easel. You just put some shit on upside. That down. coat
0: that was deconstructed and put on the easel is super nice. It's it's again, it's it's probably the same coat from that look. And all from look 12, yeah, with just like a um, more of a collar to it, and it's deconstructed and put on that. But I mean, like the the color of navy is beautiful. It there's always something to look at with a Craig Green show, and this was one of the shows, or that aspect, I'm sorry, with all the architectures, something that Virgil has ripped off in a Vuitton show and got just blasted for it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And yeah, Craig Green, he does this every show. But like if you if you really pay attention, like like we said, the looks are just they're always on point. Like look at look sixteen.
1: Wow. Dude, like well like it's t- that's like that's I think the 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 when you know there's a there, there's a difference between like like kind of, like what Rick Owens does where like even individually the pieces are not really hitting across the board. Like any mm-hmm. anybody could see this one of the I'm sorry, what which look was it again? 16? Sixteen?
0: Sixteen, the olive one.
1: Yeah. Any any sort of like like look at look at this jacket on look sixteen, right? Like anyone mm-hmm. I think if they saw that jacket like hanging up in a sword they like, that's a nice fucking jacket. It's not like you're Rick Owens like weird shit. Like he's doing this in the most tasteful way. Really pushing it in the most tasteful way. And I respect the shit out of that.
0: Yeah, like, like basically, what you're saying is that these these on their own are very wearable pieces. Yeah. Craig Green just goes super over the top with styling them and presenting his collections to where it gives it a real artistic touch. And like, I still can't get over the footwear.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's probably an Adidas collab in Look 16 too. We just can't fucking see it.
0: Yeah, and like, go to Look 13, you see a, a like a brown version of the shoe which matches the person's skin but that vest is a heater It's get like a little down number looks like it's cropped too which
1: is pretty pretty dope yeah i want to see more cropped vests and with long shirts underneath
0: yeah so for those of you that can't obviously see this it's a it's a cropped vest it almost appears to be like pleated or downfilled kind of like it has that yeah, look yeah, to it yeah It's in, like, an off-white to match the pants, and he styled it over, like, a white dress shirt with a black tie, and it just looks super cool, like, very tasteful but still elevated. And it's just the shoes are what's going to stop somebody from being, like, this is ready to wear.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) hold on here. I need to see if these, like, are there full pictures of this shoe yet? Adidas Craig Green, Spring 21.
0: Do you think they'd even produce it? I just want to see if
1: like there's pictures of a side profile of it not on someone's foot. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, nah. I don't even no, think it doesn't th- exist. The shoe doesn't stand up on its own. It
1: can't. It's... Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta see this. I gotta see more pictures of these.
0: But it's yeah, it's definitely. It reminds me of. Do you remember when Nike? did uh only you would know this because we're like product nerds yep nike did some like i don't i can't remember if it was yoga or like a ballet campaign where the oh, shoe was literally yeah. like tape you would roll it it came in like you'd yeah, wrap yeah, you'd it around, around your, your foot, foot yeah, yeah 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 in like the way that best suited your needs that's what this reminds me of but this is like chunkier
1: <laughs> it's like a I'm, I'm really the best way for me to describe it is it's a it's foot like an ankle cast with the with like the toe area just chopped off so it's open like a sandal that's so fucking weird yeah
0: yeah everything is so dialed and what's crazy is like so if for those of you that don't, don't know Craig Green his collaborations are like I, I assume when he does a collaboration he's only doing it if he can make it basically look like it's part of his collection so some of this stuff might even be part of Montclair because he does the Montclair genius. True. True that. So, so it's making me think that some of this shit might even be functional too. Very, very strange. Only Craig Green would do something like this. Props to Adidas for giving him yeah. that type of creative control if this actually is produced. Um, but I mean, did you want to talk about any other looks? no. Nah, I mean, want... like
1: we kind of covered a lot of the looks are sort of the same styled clothing, just in different colors. Like when you look at look 15 versus look 16. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and that red, that red look 15 is strong too. Like that that's a, that's a powerful red mixing with all these yeah. other kind of darker tones. I'm digging yeah, that. Yeah. I mean.
0: Very, very nice. I love um, – I see some drawstrings on the pants. That's always cool. You got a little pleat, perfect, like, slim, straight cut. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: I like that backpack and look uh, 21 as well, if that's even a backpack, yeah. unless it's attached to
0: the <laughs> – be attached to the kit. Yeah. But, yeah, the backpack, even, like, that luggage tag-looking thing is cool with the hole in it attached to the backpack. Like, everything is – it just has, like, a, a very, like, striking presence on it.
1: Yeah, no, that is a, that is a, it's it's like a, it's big too. You can, you can put a lot of Johns in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you, you can fold up your little uh, cast shoes, pop them in there when you got to step yeah. outside. Yeah, get all the
1: colors, you fit all the colors in there. The shoe, shoe probably gets pretty flat packing it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a packable shoe.
1: It's a vacation shoe.
0: Exactly. All
1: right, dog. Why, let's, why don't we dive into the meat and bones here?
0: So, yeah, the, the meat and potatoes of this podcast. So, remember, um, this is episode three of our basically Mount Rushmore of goat, just influential designers. So, we're going to start off today on our main topic with Ray Kawakubo. Ray
1: Kawakubo.
0: And for those of you who don't know, she founded Combe de Garçon, which is just a massive label. And um, yeah, Ray Kawakubo is probably. I mean, in my opinion, if you're looking at avant-garde designers, she's 1A, Margiela's uh, 1B. Like, those two are probably the just the pioneers. Yeah, 100%. Of just, I, mean, there, right?
1: I mean, I think we touched on this in the Margiela one, and I can't remember how the cookie actually crumbles. Because I want to say it was Ray, like, put Margiela on. Like, was like, influ- one of them influenced the other. I'll, you. Keep, keep Definitely. Getting to it and I'll, I'll confirm. Yeah,
0: I want to. Or it must have been because I'm pretty sure margella said he was influenced by Ray. Mm. But then I guess at, at later on in their careers, they both were influenced by each other. Yep. Because I mean, they're both. Yeah, and we'll get into it. They're both the best at reconstruction and deconstruction.
1: Yeah, it was he. He was inspired. Him and the and the other Belgian designers, aka the Antwerp Six
0: were inspired
1: yep. by Ray, so she she does predate Mister Margiela in the cooking with gas department.
0: which <laughs> yeah, just turbo diesel out here. <laughs> but yes, so let's just get into some a little bit of a history about Ray. Okay. So, yeah, she was born in 1942 in Tokyo, and she's getting up there. She's actually 78 years old, so she she's getting up there, and she actually didn't formally study fashion. But she studied fine arts and literature at k l University, where her father was an administrator and her first job out of school was in advertising at a textile company, so I think that's where she had like her first fix in fashion, just being around textiles, yeah, and while she was doing that, she then worked as a freelance stylist so a few few years later in 1969 she actually began designing clothes for her label which is now known as com de Garçons. and com de Garçons is actually french for like the boys like the boys she was pretty successful um, right out of the gate and her first physical store actually opened in 1975 and by 1978 she began designing men's clothes soon after opening the new store um, she got right into mens, and three years after designing mens in 1978, she began showing in Paris. But the big year in her career was by around 1980. So business had completely blown up for Ray, and she actually had over 150 shops across Japan, and was bringing in an annual revenue of 30 million. So that's that's a that's a whole
1: lot of dollars
0: a lot of chicken out there but like yeah so i mean it did kind of go slow so she was successful initially but there was no major boom until i would say she opened her first store in 75 so she began designing in 69 and 1975 is when the first store opened so yeah i mean do do we know do do we know where that store is japan somewhere i'd I'd imagine Yeah. yeah yeah somewhere in japan and then, th- like we said, three years after opening that store, she began designing men's and then showing in Paris. Mm. But, I mean, the thing about Ray Kawakubo, and we're going to get into that now, is it's a whole universe. So the Comme des Garcons universe is absolutely massive. Um, she designs clothes for anyone and everyone, and there's a subdivision for that. So I know a lot of you probably no Ray just by come de Garcon play um, with the heart logo and maybe CDG shirt because they do do some collaboration CDG shirt.
1: CDG shirt is the, is the, is that the one that does the Supreme collabs for the most part? Is it CDG? Okay.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is okay. shirt. And yeah. And we're going to get into them all now. So we're going to start um, with Comme des Garcon. So come des Garcon was her just, like we said, that's her main brand. Um, that's what started out in 1969. And once she began doing men's in 1978, we had Comme des Garcons Homme Blue or Homme Blus. So that would be the men's mm. line. And now we're just getting started. So <laughs> we then have Comme, de, uh, Comme des Garcons Homme Blue Evergreen, which is her men's retro <laughs> line. <laughs> so... Her reissue line for CDG Ohm Blue is called Evergreen. Love that. But (laughs) there's also, so you got to stay with me, people. So we had CDG Ohm Blue, which is the mainline men's. We have CDG Ohm Blue Evergreen, which is retro mainline men's. And then we have just CDG Ohm. So CDG Ohm is Diffusion Men. So it's basically a takedown line for more affordable Jones, maybe a little more ready to wear. Okay. And uh, Junior Watanabe has been designing that since 2003. So Junior heading CDG Ohm.
1: Long well, that's a long run. Ray- that's a
0: long run right there. Yeah. Yeah. Ray don't have time for that. <laughs> but there's also Comme des Garcons, Comme des Garcons. That's the women's Diffusion line. And Ray still does that. We also have we're getting crazy now. We have Come de Garçon Om Du. So I actually have a few pieces from Doom Do. And this is <laughs> this is more ready to wear, but it's menswear using traditional Japanese techniques. So this is more um made traditionally, kinda like what um Visvin does that. in terms of like in terms of more like the Arctic clothes. Um it's very, made very traditionally. And her goal for this was not to corrupt the runway looks. And Home Do is only actually marketed in Japan.
1: Yeah, I can't say, can't say so I see you, a lot of that one around here.
0: No, nah, you'd probably it would probably have to be like Dover Street Ginza, and like Grailed, um to be buying some of those pieces. But then we're trying we're starting to get a little more mainstream. We have Comme Garcon shirt. So shirt was actually founded in '88. And was to be centered around the shirt, so that every collection was centered around the dress shirt. And Ray does actually very, very good ones. Mm. And you'd be surprised how much design she can stretch out of just one tailored shirt. Um, Like I said, full collections were based around it. And now CDG Shirt has branched off into um, menswear basics as well. So you can definitely buy CDG Shirt chinos, and probably you can get full looks out of Comme des Garçons shirt now. And they do a lot of the collaborations, including Supreme, every season. CDG shirt. look um, yeah. hoodies. Um, backwards box logo. Blood
1: yep. in the streets. There's
0: also Comme de Garcons, Robe de Chamrec. Don't quote me on that pronunciation, <laughs> but it's it's actually extinct. And this is where you're starting to get into just the genius of Ray and just how – just. She is about things. So this was founded as a loungewear line for women, but eventually transitioned into outerwear. That's all this line was for. Loungewear, which was transitioned to outerwear. And then later on in her career, we have Tricket Come de Garcon. Tricket Come de Garcon is another women's <laughs> diffusion line, and it's only centered around knitwear. So it seems like Ray, what she did is she just wanted to literally do the best knitwear possible to the point where you have to just have your whole line centered around. Because for those of you that don't know, the main line CDG is super avant-garde. So if you want to focus on something like knitwear, it would almost have to be its own line because the main line is just so artistic. You just can't put that level of detail in some of these basics. Yeah, and then continuing on. Hey. Sorry. Trick it. Tricket Comde Garcon, um, as I stated, is now run by Tao Kirihara. Super good designer um, that came up through the CDG universe. And we're going to talk about her in a bit. Junior Watanabe, who is just a god, um, was known as Ray's official protege. And he launched his own CDG line in 92. And he actually began designing men's um, Junior Watanabe in 2005. And um, Junior is just all about the reconstruction and patchwork. Um, this is where you see a ton of collaborations every year. So just a name, some what do we got? We have um, Nike, what Carhartt, yeah, yeah. New Balance. Uh, just I can't even. There's so many of them. Uh, North Face. Tons of collaborations with Junior Watanabe every single season. We also. Have Norke Nimiomia, who was a pattern maker who impressed Ray and her husband, Adrian Jaffe. And they actually gave her a women's wear line in 08, and it only consists of black and white colors. So, um, K. Nonamiya, Norke Nimiach, <laughs> her her line is still stocked in uh, Dover Street Market. I still see it marketed, and the colors are still basically just black and white. And the fabric techniques are just insane. Um, we also have Gonryu um, Fuminito Ganryu, another super talented designer, was given a line in two thousand seven by Comme des Garçons. This line is now extinct, um, but Gonryu began as a fabric cutter um, for Comme des Garçons. So, was he ju- and- was he junior's
1: like car- pattern cutter, or does he race pat- pattern cutter? Maybe uh, a, a mix know, of umbra- both. Type the umbrella is too deep. It's too <laughs> well, deep. I just—I was trying to look up when you were talking about Junior real quick before we just move on from that man fully. Uh, yeah. You guys, there's a there. There is an ASAP Rocky song. I believe it's ASAP Rocky when he, when he says something along the lines of like, uh, "Whoa, Kimosabi, I'm in Junior Wanted
0: Bars. Bars.
1: This is <laughs> and just I just want to. Just Want to, you might have heard that. Uh, so if and ASAP's been that was a while ago, I too, I think you said that, but
0: sorry to interrupt. I yeah. just want
1: to get that in there,
0: <laughs> yeah. And let's just make sure though that ASAP Rocky apologized to ASAP NAS for stealing yeah. his swag because NAS always been first.
1: We should apologize to ASAP NAS right now for
0: uh, we should all ASAP apologize. NASS, uh, seems
1: whole- like to formally apologize for stealing your swag yeah. next year.
0: Yeah, every one of you that are listening, send NASA a DM and say you did it first. Oh, my, sorry, ASAP
1: Nast. I jacked your sh- I jacked your shit, you know. To All right, hey shit. Fumi- Fumito Ganaru, the pattern the former pattern maker for C D G got his online
0: got his online with C D G but it is now extinct. He still does clothes through his own namesake. Um, yep. brand and it, it's still super cool. It almost looks like June J. Do they,
1: do, do you know if um, they're in the CDG distro umbrella that brand that Gon the, the brandy does now, or is he
0: yeah? Canryu? That I'm actually not she sure. She does a
1: lot of, she does a lot of, ghost I wouldn't be surprised, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, and we're gonna get into <laughs> go that ahead, too. Go ahead, go
0: <laughs> And uh, CDG shirt boy, this is more recent. Um, this was, I would say a lot of their collections were navy blue and it had the boy branding on the back. Of all the men's pieces, but um, this actually launched in 2015, and this is a diffusion line of CDG shirt. So we're basically talking a diffusion of a diffusion line, <laughs> and this it, this was focused on a younger male audience. So it definitely has a streetwear vibe to it, and now we're getting into the more um, ready-to-wear streetwear looks. So there's Good Design Shop, which was a DSM line focused on basics and accessories. Um, this it almost looked like um, merch in a sense, and this later became what is now known as CDG CDG in all capital letters. And Adrian Jaffe, um, Ray's husband, describes this as the brand's internet brand. So uh, this is the the graphics are branded all over it. This is meant to go viral. This is meant to catch the youth's attention. Um, it's the most affordable line. Um, and it's definitely in every single Dover street market. And this is what you see kids flexing on the gram for sure.
1: Yeah. That's the one um, that you see a lot of the, uh, they do purses, I think with a, with a, with a print on them that I sh- you see a fair amount yeah.
0: of. And those big yeah, raincoats yeah, with the back hit Yeah, with it on the Yeah. And then something that some of our listeners might be familiar with, um, Comme des Garcons black. So this was launched in '09, and this was another retro line. So this was centered around releasing classic pieces in just black or white. And Ray wanted it to be at least 60% lower um, in terms of price points. And this brand was actually originally launched during the bad economic times. So when the stock market was in rough shape, so Ray was like, you know what? Rough economic times, I'm going to drop – um, a retro line at sixty percent lower price points, which is still too expensive for a lot of you guys. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Um, and Nike actually does a lot of the cl- uh, collaborations under the Black Line, so a lot of the like um, the Dunks, the like the Roshi Runs, the Blazers, the, the, the um, those uh, they, Air Force ones.
1: Is it is it? Well, they they just did another one the other day.
0: The Air Force, right, with all the extra panels. All oh over. wait,
1: it wasn't. It wasn't one of the CDG. Oh yeah, it was the mid. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yep. Most of those are actually launched through Black. And yeah, what were you saying about? Didn't the they do Nike? A, trying-
1: They did a wicked ridiculous pair a couple of years ago. that had like a. It was like a white. It was like an all white Air Force one, but it had like a dinosaur just like on the, like the, a plastic oh, just like dinosaur yeah, they- on the like for. Hammered for into no the toes, reason, dude. seemingly no reason.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they sold out <laughs> dude, probably. That,
1: that, those might actually be the most ridiculous collab. That, that might be the most ridiculous collab I've ever seen. It was those?
0: Yeah, and then remember the Vapormax? It was literally the same pair that you could just, buy, <laughs> but it just had... It just printed CDG on the tongue. Fire. Oh but, yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, they've been doing all, they've been doing Nike collabs, multiple collabs a year for it feels like a fucking every single at this point, dude.
0: Every single season. Um, you definitely will see it on the runway.
1: You know, my favorite though, and... all time
0: CDG Nike collab,
1: what? the, uh, Moab, that shit was dope. The all black one and the all the white recent one? one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Moab is sick. And I used to like, um, the junior, like waffle yeah, daybreak yeah. or whatever the, the, the waffle with the, uh, was sick. With, like
1: the lip on the back, the, pl- the high plastic lip. Yeah. Those are fire too. That's a good call.
0: Yeah. And then, um. Going back into the universe, we have CDG Wallet. Um, this was introduced in the early 80s, I'm focusing on wallets and uh, a few small bags. I'm currently using a CDG Wallet as my everyday. Um, we also have Comme des Garcons Perfumes Full Fragrance line that was launched in 94. And now what is most prominent, Play. So Play was launched in 2002. And it was a collection created by which Adrian and Ray describe as by not designing. So take that as how you will. Yeah, it's the <laughs> hype line.
1: You know, just being like,
0: yeah, the because
1: he didn't even she didn't even yeah, design the heart art. I don't the heart logo. I don't even think.
0: No, so the logo was was designed by a Polish artist Philip Pagowski, and it was supposed to be a temporary logo. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be like a seasonal thing, but it did so well they just kept it so hopefully philip got that bag hopefully for that. you
1: probably but... got like 200 bucks they're like this is gonna be great exposure for you Another <laughs> making fucking yeah. bags off of it too. those things i feel like those people so i see those fucking chucks all the time now
0: dude. yeah everywhere like well, i remember when they first came out even when the logo was blacked out on them like I didn't see them that much anymore, but now well, you don't you like don't see meme. you don't
1: see the oh, the old pair with the whole the, heart on the side. You see that little peeking no. heart coming out from the bottom of the chucks,
0: or the new ones with like the fifteen. because yeah. <laughs> more more branding is better. Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, more power yeah. to you,
1: kids. We and that's who should be yeah, buying those. The kids, I think that's who I. You know what I mean? Like that's your that's a nice entry yeah. point point into the CDG universe. Yeah, thing
0: and, and just to see how much. Ray cares about this line. If you go to Dover Street, a lot of times, like the custodial staff and the people that work that little market are wearing play. So we're talking bottom of the barrel over here. <laughs> Dude, they're probably getting fucking, that's probably their
1: required uniform. They're like, hey, welcome to Dover Street. Here's your fucking CDG covers you gotta wear every goddamn day. <laughs>
0: And then the store managers got the Nikes with the dinosaurs oh, hammered into the show. Shit, I gotta see, how much do
1: those fucking Air Force Ones go for? AF1 <laughs> a- CDG Dino. Think that'll blow it up?
0: <laughs> it's got a, a Dino chicken nugget right on the top. I I'm
1: seeing right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: one of the first shopping pictures that comes up is someone selling a pair of regular Air Force One mids that are pretty fucking beat. That they hammered dinosaur uh, things into for two fifty. It's not even a collab; it's just someone's homemade version.
0: Get your money. Yeah, Shout get... out Warren Lotus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like,
0: get your get money. Your money. Okay. Shout, yeah.
1: Shout out Warren Lotus. Oh, these only go for like a buck thirty. I'm copping up next time I see a pair of my size. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and did you want to speak any more on play? I know play is definitely. I mean,
1: I mean, I, um, play has its purpose. I think it's almost like, think about it this way. It's like uh, every barber needs to start somewhere. And if that's super cuts, then <laughs> fucking more power.
0: Yeah, if you get the number one as your cut, you'll get that nice little play white t shirt, little mm. polka dot on mm. there. Throw, throw you just got to, yo,
1: you just got, sometimes you just got to buy some CDG play so you can find out about Junior Watanabe, dude. Sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet, and if uh, if you want to yeah. wear if you want to wear chucks with hearts on the side of them, man, I mean, it, it, it's not twenty eleven anymore. But more power to you, do your thing. They got crazy colors now.
0: At least they got crazy colors, and I mean, yeah, do your thing, flex on the flex on the cul-de-sac because that's what You know what the CDG right
1: play converse is really though? It's like the. Uh, <laughs> The official shoe of the small town kid that goes to college in the big city and comes home for Thanksgiving break. That's what he has on. Yeah, and, and
0: and when they come home on Thanksgiving break, they're playing uh, "Channel Orange" on vinyl oh. in, in their room.
1: And then maybe bleep that Don't out. Don't endorse bleep that <laughs> part out that I just said. <laughs> we're
0: gonna bleep we that out. We can't say things. We're bleeping it out.
1: But uh. uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, CDG Play, I, I, think, I think it's like openly almost acknowledged. I mean, it's not acknowledged, but like CDG Play is funding the crazy shit that they get to do at fucking uh, Home Blue and, uh, yeah, and all the 50 you know what other I mean? like,
0: takedown lines of takedown that's lines. That's
1: just generating funds for everyone involved. Yeah. But,
0: it is. Hitting <laughs> and hooked. Dude,
1: uh, Shit, Riccardi in Boston, bro. I don't know if it, they used to have the Ooh. fucking CDG play fucking section unlocked. There. I don't know if it's still like that. Probably yeah. got replaced by vet mall, which is now probably been replaced by a fucking
0: yeah, Balenciaga. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they, they really times. do
1: hold it fucking down on the East Coast. That's 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 the. It's not the best menswear store in Boston because it's not like what I would consider a good menswear store. It's.
0: It's not. It's one of the better all, boutiques with product.
1: with shit that you can't find anywhere else. Yeah.
0: They got shout out to Terry Rozier for getting dripped <laughs> big up big time. In Yo, <laughs>
1: actually, yeah, that's a pro tip. <laughs> that's the pro tip alarm going off. Pro tip: you live you live in or around Boston. Okay, is your favorite music artist and or sports team in, in town? town? <laughs> Go to Riccardi and fucking hang out during the day. There isn't, yeah, just post eight out up by the Amiri section in your store.
0: you got to post up by the Amiri section and you're guaranteed, guaranteed fucking to run teed.
1: I was in there, this is a dead ass true story. You can believe it if you want, you don't have to believe it at all. I was in there looking for naked and famous salvage jeans because they sold them there.
0: That must have been way 20... back in the day.
1: 12 probably is when this was.
0: It's I was looking at neighborhood, neighborhood jeans, neighborhood jeans but then me.
1: I realized. The cut is just not it for me as a thick American male. The
0: crotch was too small. <laughs> uh,
1: so I, I was like, let me try these. Let me just, oh, these Avizos are seven hundred dollars. Okay, let me try these naked and famous jeans instead. Um, and I did end up copping a pair. But that day when I was looking at denim in their denim section, um, maybe I was looking at the neighborhood section at the same time. I think they each have the most like the best shit in there in the back. But uh, Lupe Fiasco just hanging out in the store wow. looking for shit. And he was like, "Yo, what do you what do you think of this, man?" And I was like, "Oh, that that's pretty sweet." <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to ask him for a picture because I felt he bought a Mastermind beanie, and I'll never forget this. He bought like a Swarovski, so like three hundred bucks Mastermind beanie in there, and that shit was like
0: two. And you racks. had to tell him it was fire. You had to tell him you. Couldn't was, tell I think he was asking me was about fire.
1: like some sort of Disney neighborhood collab that was out at the time, but I just remember being like so shook that uh-huh. Lupita Fiasco asked me a question. In Riccardi. But yeah, no, I'm fucking telling you. That was a pro tip. Sorry for the tangent. Let's get back to the universe, but let's do it. Yeah, so
0: like you were saying, play. Basically, what we're talking about, play and come to gar- play, and I'm sorry, Dover Street Market. Yeah, funded. Dover Street
1: Market Empire is actually crazy.
0: Yeah, and we're going to get into that. But I mean, like, talking about her impact, as we stated, I mean, she's the goat of deconstruction and reconstruction with Margiela. And I mean, just look at some of the designers that came from her. So you have Chitos Abe, who, um, for those of you that don't know, um, founder of Sakai, which is, we've covered Sakai on the pod before. But they make all those inspired. really
1: cool, for those that really don't know what Sakai is, you, you do, you've seen their Nike shoes before, but and, and you
0: really like them. Yeah, you really liked them, and, and shout out to a friend of mine, Justin. We were talking about this. What's funny about the Nike and Sakai collaboration, so... We have a theory that Chitos is just doing it for the check, because the Sakai and Nike collaboration brings no business. No, to
1: Sakai. none. Like, like
0: the the Nike consumer that buys those is not buying no, Sakai's. Zero
1: percent chance. I mean, it's
0: probably like See? out of
1: the people that own the, those Nikes, two percent are cop and Sakai clothing is my yeah, guess. Yeah, and, and they both work <laughs> at thieves. What?
0: Everything Beams. cycles
1: back. The to greatest me. store in the world. On Beams. Sponsor the pod.
0: But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody that you see wearing these avant garde reconstructed shoes are wearing them with some Subis and a Balenciaga mm-hmm. and hoodie. Like, it, it's nothing like what, yeah, it's nothing like what Chitos Abe's vision is. But hopefully she big got that big old bag. Check.
1: The bag's going to be
0: ginormous. <laughs> the
1: amount of Sakai Clouds are coming out now.
0: Yeah. And I mean, also, we have Gosha, Gosha Rubchinsky. Um, think of him what you may. Yeah, um, He's still alive. He's still alive. He's got a brand called GR Uniforma. So for those of you that don't know, his main line, um, Gosha Rubchinsky, was actually very successful at the time. Um, Adrian, who is Ray's husband, and we're going to get into him a bit. He's the president and CEO – our president of Comme des Garcons and the CEO of Dover Street Market – he really was impressed with Gosha, and he basically funded his whole brand. And Gosha, at one point, was stocked pretty much everywhere. Um, they had some actually pretty cool collections, super Russian, like, skater menswear vibe. Hmm. Um, And then uh, some shit happened, and uh, now he kind of ghosted a little bit and has his brand now called GR Uniforma, which is more mature, but it's, like, literally only stocked at a couple stores, including... Um, Dover Street Market still. Oh, so they're definitely for, but, um, they're making that for him then again for sure. Probably. Um, we have Junior Wantanabe, the the protege, the god, came up doing several lines um, for CDG, um, former fabric comer, cutter as well as as uh, Fuminito Ganryu. Um, we also have Tayo Kurihara, super fire. And uh, Norike Nomiyama, who is, like we said, um, was doing their own line through Comme des Garcons, still sold at DSM today and a lot of the big name boutiques. But I mean, several designers um, came right from the umbrella. But in terms of inspirations, the public inspirations that were spoken on to the press, Helmut Lang, Mason Margiela, and Mila Meester um, have all publicly stated that Ray was one of their biggest um, mm-hmm. inspirations.
1: Margella already said she was and an those inspiration. Are... So it's
0: like, yeah, no, I agree a hundred percent. And like speaking on her husband. Um, so Adrian Jaffe, he, he kind of, I feel like is the public figure in the family. He kind of handles all the press and everything. Um, but yeah, he over, he's overseed. Combe de Garcon for a while. And he married Ray in 93. And he began, began with the line as the commercial director. So it was stated that he saw the movement that she was making, like a yep. 80s avant-garde scene, like you stated. And uh, he definitely had an eye for taste and got into the company and helped it grow. So he's now the president of Comme des Garcons and, like we said, the CEO of Dover Street Market. And DSM was founded in 2004 and is now legit one of the largest high-end luxury mm-hmm. retailers like in the world. So I mean like how many locations we have what Ginza let me, uh, London
1: Let me let me look it uh, up here
0: LA New York Ginza New York um,
1: Singapore Beijing Los Angeles London Paris
0: And yeah and then the, the new ones the concept uh like store for new designers which is coming um But yeah I mean and if you go to Dover Street Market it, it's always a great experience it's my the best store I've ever been to um I mean you you get multiple floors that are all laid out in, and there's there's something at Dover Street Market for literally anyone. You can go in there and buy a Palace or a Supreme t-shirt or you can go and buy Junior Watanabe. So there, there's some there's a Nike Lab in there. They have like the most unwearable avant-garde pieces down to a simple t-shirt. Like there's literally everything that you can possibly want. And like you stated, there's art installations everywhere. Each little brand at Dover Street Market has their own installation to kind of bring it to life, and it's just everything is super well done. Like yeah, you said, yeah, it's just
1: very, very tastefully done, and I think that's important to raise vision. And because this is something that, something that her and her husband have built that is going to carry on past their their lives on this planet, and that's. That's pretty crazy. They no. kind of set it up where it's yeah. never. It should never. I mean, never say never, but they got a good thing going here, and it's quite large.
0: Yeah, and you got to assume at this point, Ray doesn't even oh, have no, to design she still anymore. Does like though. you have all these lines? You know her her like um, her staff is top tier. Um, like all the people working for her, are super skilled. And she's 78 years old. But I get that, like, Lagerfeld vibe from her that she's going to yeah, do dude, this for the shit love of the and game. So That's what I'm saying, dies. man. She has a real... Yeah, yeah, the love of the game is real. And, um, yeah, she was honored at the Met. um, One of the fir- first living designers to actually be honored. And many in the industry say that um, she'll forever be one of the best at challenging what a what a garment can be. So, I mean... There's no boundaries with the Comme des Garcons universe. No end in sight. For we're on
1: phase 11 and we're still cooking no. CDG Extended Universe. 100%. But
0: uh, I think... No, I think,
1: I think I, do you have anything we else really to add? Just, I think that's about it. She is expensive. an all-time influence on everything that fashion represents. And I I, I appreciate you, Ray Kaukuba. That's all I got to say.
0: Well-deserved spot on our Mount We'll get Rush to our moment. final person next week. But, but hey,
1: for now, what do you... What, oh, what are you feeling, dude? What, what's going on? What's, what, a little mic check.
0: So my, so my vibe, I know it's come up a few times, J-Press in New Haven, but specifically mm. the Shaggy Dog. Classic. Classic. Super, super hairy wool sweater. Um, any color under the sun, you can get it in. It, it just has that super luxe look to it. It looks good with literally anything. You can dress it up. You can dress it down. Um, I have, I think, two of them in my closet. I have one, which is a collaboration with Rowing Blazers. Shout out, Jack. Shout out the mood board, the whole, I yeah. co-sign, everything. And then I have one that's just a regular um, J-Press shaggy dog. But, I mean, it's th- that time of year for something like this, and you just can't go wrong. That'll elevate any single look yeah, you throw Yeah, and, and
1: it. it's just such a classic staple piece, too, like – Go you go raid you go raid 100%. someone's grandfather's closet they probably they probably have one uh Jake Fred J press Shaggy dog in there
0: yeah and it's just like we see menswear really coming back and like like we always stress if you're on a budget it's important to pick pieces that are timeless and that can go with everything if you can catch one of these on discount jump on it because I mean you'll wear hundred percent agree with that. 100%. I'm, a, uh, so How I'm about you? I've been uh,
1: vibing vibing with uh for a while now. It might it might actually be my sneaker of the year this year, but I'm I'm not sure yet. I haven't really decided, but uh Hoka, okay. Hoka One One, one of our favorite sneaker yes. companies on this show, um makes a shoe which it's actually a retro of one of their original shoes. Well, not one of their original, probably like third or fourth gen. Looking back on it, but uh, mm-hmm. it's the Hoka One One Bondi B. Um, I have the yes. white and like Volt colorway. The whole midsole's Volt. The whole upper's like white and blue.
0: Yeah, yeah. With yeah, a little yeah, yeah. And, and,
1: and uh, just some like more Volt and orangey accents and like this. Wee- the weirdest part of the shoe is it has like a silver toe cap, but it's not reflective. It's yep. just shiny silver. Could,
0: yeah, Hoka, for those of you that don't know, it took them a little while yeah, to get did. the colorways down.
1: It really did, actually. Remember somebody <laughs> like the uh, yeah? That's a whole another conversation for another time. But these are on sale right now on Hoka's website for a buck twenty, and I could not recommend them more highly in terms of comfort. The lockdown's pretty crazy. Just really enjoy these, man. Hoka One One Bondi B. That's One One is spelled O. It's it's like I'm saying one one.
0: Yeah. And interestingly enough, I've heard publicly that the brand. Yeah, has no, a hundred percent. Because
1: I wrote a paper on this brand as one of my final papers I ever wrote in college for like a final.
0: Yes. And uh, oh before we get into that, I still remember <laughs> yeah, looking I at did, that Zoom when you put me when was this like, 20, 20, 20, no, it was like 2011, 2009 Probably, dude. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. you were still in yeah, college. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm thinking high school. Yeah, no, yeah, for real. 2011, yeah, I remember that zine, and you definitely put me on this. Was Dude, OG they were so wild. You, the you put me sure. on, and this is when pe- what people don't realize because we're super into like technical gear and like sport. This is when the the minimal running shoe and the barefoot running movement Peaking. was fucking peaked. People were on
1: it on the fucking market at the time.
0: Yeah, but just. Motherfuckers wear the Vibram Five Fingers. Just the the more minimal, the better with running. And Hoka just gave platforms. You platforms. And yeah,
1: and again, yo, this this Hoka is just, it's a really good one. Again, it's on sale right now, 120. I think they even still have the engineered garments pairs on there in some full sizes.
0: Yeah, and if you cop those, make sure you let, once again, ASAP Yeah, NAS, you know. You do have to. You if you buy the
1: Hoka One Engineered Garments Bondi B, you have to personally DM ASAP Nast and say, man, I'm sorry, jacking your swag again.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, All right, folks. You got to do that.
1: Hell of an episode, I got to say. Nice work breaking down the history, my man.
0: Yeah, and uh, glad to be back. Um, We're looking in to... Get back, yeah, into, yeah. Get the back into the into the real swing of segments. things. Get
1: back, get back into it. You know it's been too long.
0: Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna close out our series. Should we give, give it just, away? Give them a little sneak
1: preview. Tell, tell what we're talking about next week. Ralphie Ralph Lipschitz, baby.
0: Uh,
1: all right, I cannot Lipchitz. wait to talk about my man Ralph.
0: Yeah, and then um, once again, follow us on Instagram. At Tape Seams Podcast. We are cooking the mood boards every single every day.
1: day. Every day it's just pure heat. You want to see uh, some cool shit? Look at those mood boards.
0: Tape Seams Pod on Twitter. We're still <laughs> working progress. The IG's there. popping, though. Get on that <laughs> IG. IG <laughs> is popping. YouTube eventually is coming. You can yeah, subscribe if you want. Tape Seams Podcast. We're there. We're, we're there. Um, shout out to everybody around the world. We actually have literally... I, see you, I see you in Singapore. I see you in the
1: Philippines. I see you in Australia. I love you.
0: Yeah. Ireland. Yeah, we're on every single platform that a podcast is streaming. So we're definitely out there. Um, leave us a good review. And, yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for all the, support. the
1: time this week. I'll talk to everybody later.